Okay, this is episode two. Episode one was actually kind of like uh, a test. Episode two begins now. Um, so this, as you can see in the description, this is about me because I mean, this is my podcast. So you gotta know who I am and why I'm here. Why is this girl talks about, uh, why does this girl talk about herself or what is this about? I would like you to know who I am and... You know, before we talk about more fun, um, juicy stuff, I want you guys to get to know me. Well, to begin with, I am not, I wasn't born in America. I am an immigrant, um, as a lot of people say, I guess. Immigrant, is it right? Is it a right word? Like, these days, I don't know what's the right word. Like, did you notice that? I don't know what the right word to say these days. People say immigrant, or is, should I say, I don't know, non-born American? Like, I don't know. But I am an immigrant. I immigrated. Um, that's what what I did. I went through immigration process to come to live in the United States. And um, so-called through a green card from my marriage with my husband, Um and how did that happen? I met my husband in Korea. Um, he and I kind of met online. Um, we met as, uh, you know, my English was not very good. So the, I started talking about these things because I just wanted you guys to know that my English is not perfect. Perfect. I just say perfect. Perfect. My English is not perfect. Um so my so that's why I started talking about these things because um, you will catch a lot of mispronunciation, a lot of accent, and a lot of wrong words that I say or wrong grammar. Don't make fun of me, please. I'm still learning. Or if you make fun of me, that's fine. Um, let's make it fun. Anyway, um, yeah, so I started, no, I immigrated uh, five years ago. I met my husband 10 years ago. Wow. And almost 10 years ago. Is that right? I don't know. 2010. We met in 2010. It's, it, it is 2022. So, wow, 12 years ago. This is crazy. I met my husband. Yeah, I spent my 20s and um, early 30s with my husband. Um, and then I moved to the United States. Um. Yeah, we dated for a while. Uh, we actually didn't know what we were doing. Just like this podcast, I did not know what I was doing. Um, I The only thing that I knew was that I was going to be rich. <laughs> I always know that I'm going to be rich. And I, the other thing I knew was that I was going to be an artist, whatever it is. Well, actually, after I graduated college, I wanted to be a fashion designer, um, I wanted to be in fashion industry because I love fashion. And then, um, so I actually wanted to go to Parsons. Um, and in order to do so, I had to get a job so I can make money, enough money so I can pay the tuition. Isn't that funny? Um, and so the best thing I could do was to work for huge corporations in Korea. And at the time, I was like, what can I do? 
in order to work for a huge corporation. And my mom suggested that I become a flight attendant for Korean Air. Um, if you guys know, um, you make pretty good money working for uh, Korean Air. It's a pretty big company. And if you are a, a flight attendant, I mean, they do some heavy training and very strict. You got to stay slim, you got to stay beautiful, and you got to, you know, they, I mean, it's a whole whole jazz i don't know if i can swear here but it's a it's it's a it's a nonsense anyway um oh my gosh i'm dissing korean air i'm not i'm just saying it's really hard to be a korean air flight attendant so just be nice to them please when you use korean air anyway (laughs) anyway i was going to be a flight attendant so I did all the whole training and all that and then I remember one time um so I thought I was going to be a flight attendant in Korean Air so I can pay tuition for Parsons and then a lot of times I got a feedback that I'm too tall I'm 5'10 by the way and I look too exotic because they were a lot of those companies are looking for flight attendants who look very Korean because they're literally the faces of uh, the company and they have to, they meet a lot of people um, in the airplane. So I started looking to get a job in um, like a foreign airlines. And once I, I don't know what it was, but one time I walked over to this, place for the interview um they were doing like an open interview for anyone who wanted to be a flight attendant i think it was um what airline was it i don't remember maybe thai airline i don't remember and then i looked at the mirror and there were like 20 30 girls and we were all in the same clothes we're in same makeup same hair and i looked at myself and i was like what are you doing? <laughs> I thought I would be this, you know, business woman in the fashion industry and or an artist and, you know, I'll live my dream. And then I was looking at my mirror, looking at the mirror, I was like, what are you doing? So, um, so I just stopped doing that. I thought it was too silly. And then my whole journey began. I really did not know what I could do. So I went through a lot of jobs. Um, thankfully, I could speak English. And if you lived in Korea, if you have a really good TOEIC um, score, which TOEIC is kind of like, you know, you know what TOEIC is. It's like uh, a test that determines how fluent you are in English. Uh, it's like a must have test in order to get a job in Korea. I don't know if it's the same now, but at the time it was. So I did it. I had a very high score, almost perfect score. So I could get any jobs. It was easy for me to get a job um, unless I, you know, wanted to work for big corporations. Like any kind of jobs in a, you know, small companies was easy for me. Um, So I got, I went through a lot of jobs and then, um, you know, I met my husband right before I began to be a flight attendant because I wanted to, um, uh, because I wanted, I needed someone to help me with my English at the time. My English is not very good. I could speak hello. Um, So 
So if you're actually studying English, if you're a Korean, I know you Koreans who you guys want to speak English fluently. You have a hope because I was born in America and I started started speaking English after I met my husband. So that's that. Anyway, I um, so I started. Um, what was it? I forgot. And I met my husband, and I moved to the United States. Um, no, before I moved to the United States, we dated. We were apart because we, you know, the visa situation for my husband to stay in Korea. Like, what are we going to do about it? And that's when I first visited the United States, and we began. We we began dating even more, and then blah blah blah. And then um, right before we got engaged, I we were apart for a year and a half, and I was so sad. Um, so I just couldn't take it anymore. So I told my husband that I'm just going to quit my job and go to see you. Um, and then, you know, we, and then he proposed me. So we married and, um, that was five years ago, no, seven, six years ago. Yeah. I think that was six years ago. Uh, we had a, we had a little small ceremony in Korea and then we moved to United States no job, no nothing, literally nothing. I, I know, like, I sound like an old person, but literally, I came to this country with nothing. A little bit of a help, financial help for my family, but that was it. Um, I really appreciate that. But I spent that money on buying cars and, you know, uh, buying a car, not cars, a car. Um, and then we moved to Jackson, Jackson, Wyoming. That was a fun time. That was such a fun time. I don't want to dump my life story here right now. So I'm just going to shorten everything. That was a fun time because Jackson Hole, have you been to Jackson Hole? It's a beautiful place. It's kind of like Aspen. Um, yeah. And a lot of wealthy people. That's where I met a lot of, I experienced um, wealth, you know. And which was good for me because that's what I needed. I needed to know where wealthy people go and how, who they are because I'm an artist. I sell art to people who can afford my art. And usually people who can afford my art are wealthy people. So I did that. So I lived there and then we moved to Arizona, which was a depressing memory. Um, not, I don't have any problem with Arizona. It's just not my place. I need some trees. And then um, we just could not do it anymore. So we moved to North Carolina, Raleigh, because I like Raleigh. I don't know if I'm going to, if I'm going to live here forever, but I, for now I like Raleigh because um, um, it has some similarity to um, I don't know, Seoul, have you been to Seoul? Seoul is a massive city. It's a bigger than New York. And also I have a family in California. So I'm more like a California, big city, New York kind of girl. So I needed a city, but my husband is a straight up mountain guy. So we needed it to find some, you know, middle ground, which was Raleigh. It's a city, but it's, it's not, it's kind of like a small town feel, but it, it is a city. So it's, it's not too overwhelming. And also it's safe here. So for me, I, I safety was very important uh, because Korea is a very safe place. So I needed somewhere, you know, similar. 
Um, I was thinking of living in California near my uncle, near my uncle, but um, for now it works. But anyway, um, and then pandemic started. I don't want to bore you with the pandemic story, but then I set up my business. And the crazy thing is that I started selling my art a lot. So I became a full-time artist. Um, I have a mentor whose name is Enray. The crazy story about Enray is that I saw her interview with Jonathan Field, uh, who is a very famous person. If you listen to podcasts, you must know Jonathan Field. And she was interviewed by Jonathan Field. And I, at that point, I've seen a lot of interviews by Jonathan Field. And then I listened to his podcast religiously. Uh, it inspired me a lot. It motivated me a lot. And I, I saw her interview and I just could not stop thinking about her story. And I watched her interviews over and over and over and over and over when I was in Korea. It was before I moved to the United States. And then I thought to myself, I want to be like her. I want to be a successful businesswoman like her who does art. And then the weird thing is that this is how you got to, you know, believe in manifesting in your life, even though it's a small thing. I, I don't know how I found it, but on my Instagram, this at that point i was really frustrated about um doing my art business and then i started seeing this instagram feed that says something that resonates with me like are you tired of uh art shows or you don't like something like that something like wow there is someone out there who has the same thinking as me and then I realized that it was a pro mentoring program. And I was like, but the weird, another weird thing is that right, like a couple of days before I saw that feed, I actually listened to one of the episodes of Jonathan Field. And then he interviewed a woman, I don't remember, but this woman specifically said, oh, there is a mentoring program I joined, the best investment in my life. I don't know why, but that, that, comment stuck in my head and then I saw this feed and then I saw this program and I was like wow maybe I should join mentoring program because I have no idea how to do a business or a being an artist in the foreign country and then I think that was like two years after I moved to the United States uh yeah so and then I went to this website and I was looking at the program website. I was like, wow, this looks amazing. I want to, I want to do this. And then who's a creator? Guess what? It was Enray. What? I got goosebumps. And then I did not even think, I was like, I'm going to join this mentoring program. And then I've been in her program for a while and yep, I'm almost there. I am. I mean, I am a full-time artist now. That's the only thing I do. That's how I make a living. But at the same time, you know, I told you I'm an ambitious person. My my goal is very high. Uh, but I broke down to, like, annual goal. So I am on my way to reach my annual goal right now. But anyway, that's my story. That's where I am. Um, I just... 
you know, I'm, I'm thankful. Um, I started this podcast because I recently visited Korea to see my family. And then I had this amazing experience and I came back and I felt kind of lonely. And I felt like there must be some people out there who are so lonely. And I like jibber daring. I like talking. I like chatting. I don't care. I talk to myself all the time. Earlier, I was walking my dog. It, I After I came to came back from Korea, I adopted a dog because I was so lonely. I was walking my dog earlier. I was talking to myself and this girl just stared at me. She's like, that girl's crazy. She probably had thought that. But anyway, so that's my story. Um, but, you know, it, it life is hard. You know, I had a lot of uh, messed up childhood. I had abusive father. Um, and if you are, if you, and a lot of, I just experienced so much. I experienced poverty. Um, I saw my mom starting her business from zero and making a lot of money. Um, so later in our life, I, we did not have to worry about money. She made that much money. She's like boss. Um, but going through the hardships, trauma in childhood. Um, I did not know how that would impact my adult life, actually. Um, especially if I want to do a business, if I want to be my own person. Not, um, I'm not saying that if you, I'm not criticizing anyone. I'm just saying if you want to be your own person and at some point, if you realize that this is not me, and if you want to go back to be yourself, you have to unwire a lot of things, unprogram a lot of things in your head, and you will experience a lot of pain, not because there's something wrong with you, but because a lot of, a lot of things were programmed and uh, engineered in your head growing up. Um, I had a lot of those experience. I will talk more about that later in the episode. Uh, but anyway, that's coming. They, they're more like a juicy stuff that I experienced. Um, but right now, I just want to introduce myself. Um, so anyway, I will see you next episode. And if you enjoyed it, please share it with your friend. One person is enough. If you really like this, just listen to this episode with one friend that you really love and make art with her make crafts with her or something and while you're listening to this podcast i will see you next time